We're back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 1, Episode 4. My name is Chris Barrows. My name is Dan Cummins, and I am also a terrified uh, flyer, Chris. I, I really don't like planes, and I, <laughs> I, I really uh, felt Dean's pain in this one. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 4, Phantom Traveler. This episode aired on October 4th, 2015, directed by Robert Singer. IMDB.com rating of 8.2. The synopsis is as follows. After the mysterious crash of a commercial airliner, Sam and Dean are called by a friend, family friend to investigate. They soon learn they are dealing with a disaster-causing demon. We'll need to board a doomed flight in order to exercise it. Uh, we got also three locations in this. It's all Pennsylvania. Um, so we're traveling a little bit around Pennsylvania in this one. But yeah, you hit the nail on the head. This is one that predominantly takes place in an airplane. And I was thinking about this. People are genuinely afraid to fly, which I think makes this episode probably more frightening to some mm -hmm. than others. Uh, I would, yeah. I, I'm just guessing. No, definitely. I think the juxtaposition, it's funny, right? Because we'll, we'll get into this, but this is the Supernatural's first uh, introduction or our first introduction to demons, right? Arguably one of the most out there monsters, if you can call it a monster. I mean, it's really the highest tier of monster that uh, Supernatural um, really explores. But it's funny, they paired that with the most grounded fear that I think a lot of people have, which is flying. So you get you know, kind of a, a concept that's really out there, but also a concept that you can relate with. So it's grounded, but also they're introducing you to something that, you know, you and I having watched this entire series, we know that the, the demons become really a, a central, uh, not just a character, but really, um, you know, it, it builds a lot of the arcs moving forward. So it was interesting to see the introduction of demons here, um, but also within that uh, fear of flying context. It, you make a good point. I didn't even think about that whole grounded in some a fear, a very basic fear, which is flying, uh, which statistically is one of the safest ways to fly, by the way. Yep. Uh, but you ground it then with this thing, the demon, right? That is just honestly frightening. Now, um, as always, I like to break down the monster before we get into the major plot points. And the plot points for this episode are pretty straightforward. There's really four central segments to the episode. The bulk of this is on a plane. But the monster is on the plane, and that monster is a demon. And when you go look this up, um, one of the good sites out there is supernatural.fandom.com. So a lot of times I'll pull some some stuff from there. So I want to make sure I point this out uh, where I get some of this information. Because um, they really break down the demons in Supernatural well. But I, I just want to read a little bit of background of a demon in Supernatural. They are malevolent spiritual entities that are direct opposites of angels, which at this point we have no idea exists in the show as we're watching, if it's our first time. They're created from human souls have endured extensive torture in hell by Alistair or another demons in the process become corrupted, extremely evil, and very powerful. Um, they're usually able to roam in smoke form, and they usually enter, and, and I'm gonna we're going to get into this, but and they usually generally enter bodies through the mouth, which is, we see very dramatic um, entrances, you could say, yeah. um, from demons. In this episode, they don't do that, which we'll get to. Um, but really, the demon, I mean, we'll talk about the demon a lot. I'm, I'm sure I can come up with more, I don't want to call them fun facts, but facts about demons in this show as we go along, because the demon evolves. Um, there are certainly oh, yeah. more powerful demons than what we see in this episode. Uh, but let's 
let's dig into this a little bit and we'll certainly hit on some of the Easter eggs as always throughout and at the end of this episode. But the first main plot point is we see this, this scene, Dan, that as you're talking about frightening um, and really the first experience of a demon, um, the, the whole thing with the eyes and then really a demon that crashes a plane because he, he, he opens the door and crash goes down. So um, what's interesting about this to me is that is now that you've said it, a very real fear people think about well what if you did you know what if what if that happened well first and foremost it says right on the door by the way you can't just open this like it's super sealed like you can't just right. do it so that highlights a strength in this monster which is which is that they are super strong um and that that is a is one of the core features of a demon they are mm-hmm. incredibly powerful and a, a you know a standard human can't do anything about that so um, it's a frightening opening scene though, because again, uh, I just feel like no one would want to be, obviously no one wants to be in that scenario, but, um, yeah, they've nailed the, the opening scenes. I feel like in all these early episodes, they really have. Yeah. I was stressed <laughs> watching this opening scene. I mean, stressed out. Um, I think it, it, you know, it opens with the stewardess, um, seeing the, the black eyes flash, uh, into the passenger who was possessed. And as a first time watcher, if you were just starting the show, you don't know that's a demon, but you know, something's wrong and it just slowly starts to snowball out of control from there. And it's, I mean, it is really terrifying. The effects of the plane falling, not the greatest, but just the chaos and the screaming and the camera work, especially um, the technical abilities of, of this crew in season one, really impressive. I mean, they really got behind this show, not knowing that it would be picked up for a second season. I, I, we've talked about this in previous episodes, Chris, when the, when the monsters, when, you know, the makeup isn't as good as maybe the director or the writers had hoped they make up for it using inventive camera work and, you know, uh, audio and different things like that. And this is just another example of them nailing the introduction. I mean, how are you, how are you going to put that down after that? that first minute and a half right well it's a, it's a, also a tight space when you think about filming because you're filming mm-hmm. you yes you construct a plane set right but it's still tight so oh, yeah. everything about the episode feels intimate in that opening scene and the bulk of the episode i mean we we eventually get to this point where essentially dean gets a phone call well first let, let's hit on the other plot point of this episode that i think is important then we can focus on the plane which is yeah. Sam having nightmares, Sam continuing to have nightmares. Um, mm-hmm. And this is setting something up. We don't dig too much into it in this episode, um, but there's a little bit of dialogue about Sam not sleeping. And, yeah. and then Dean makes a comment. Well, yeah, I give a crap because you're the one protecting me, um, which is really, you know, an appropriate Dean line, certainly. But uh, when it comes down to it, we're, we're setting something up that's going to come in the next two over the course of this. And in particular, the second season, which is why does Sam have these kind of dreams? Why is he haunted in, in yeah. that sense in a different way? But uh, th- th- that's a scary piece too. And I don't think we need to focus too much on it in this episode, but uh, I think um, what it is important to point out is that they lay the foundation for this very early on in the season. Yeah, we're on episode four, and um, of course, the accident happened in episode one, so we're not too far removed from it. Um, Dean even makes a comment that, you know, Sam, you haven't been sleeping a lot, man. Like, what are you doing? So we have to imagine, we don't know exactly how long it's been. I'm going to guess it's at least a month, Chris, that that this incident has happened to Jessica, at least. I mean, they've been doing crazy miles 
in the Impala. Um, how about that opening scene though, when Dean's asleep and somebody, a shadowy figure walks in and, and Dean is, you know, he, he's sort of half awake, but he doesn't know who's behind him. Me as a rewatcher, someone that hasn't seen the show, I'm aware that they're still looking for their dad. And, and even though I know that John isn't going to show up in this episode for a second, I thought that, that Sam's silhouette was John. And I was like, Oh, the dad's finally here. But of course it wasn't. It was Sam with coffee because he's not sleeping. But I thought that was a fun little uh, play for, for the audience, you know, where they're still keeping John at the top of our minds. Cause ultimately that's their goal in season one is to find their dad. So th they're keeping us aware of that. Um, but, but Sam having nightmares about Jessica um, and we'll, we'll talk about this at the end of the episode, but that's, but that's clearly his driver for you know for his new life we'll call it right i don't know if he considers this his new life yet but that's certainly he's out for revenge i mean he's he's, he's still, not i don't i don't know at this point that he's at that you know the point where he thinks this is the life i agree i think this is yeah i i have a mission i gotta get this done then i can maybe go back like it's almost like taking sabbatical um right you know i i will let let's note too just from a name drop in this case uh we we don't we don't get uh Anything too crazy here because we they end up getting a phone call uh, in the next scene from a friend who says, you know, my dad told me to give you a call. And they're wondering how we got this call, which we get, which we, mm -hmm. we can dig even more into. But he says, oh, oh, yeah, I, I helped you out with the uh, the, the poltergeist. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and, and then Sam's like, OK, cool. cool. All right. Well, we'll let's go help him out. But uh, in this episode, I want to make sure we know Dean does at one point say uh, that he is uh Dr. James Hetfield from St. Francis Memorial Hospital. That is the lead singer, rhythm guitarist of Metallica. So there's the name drop. Ah. Back the rock. Um, <laughs> but but it's great. So this this happens to get the call and they go travel, right? They go travel to Pennsylvania. And when they're in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. they, they meet, obviously, a new character for us. It is not new for them. That's Jerry Panowski, uh, who is essentially friend dad. Um, and uh, one of the cool things happens, and this is actually, I'm just going to say, this is my favorite quote of the episode. Uh, I'll bring it up right now because it, it kind of comes up early on. Uh, they're basically doing these introductions. And in those introductions, um, he, he essentially, they're, they're walking down and he says, uh, yeah, he told me that it was a poltergeist because he was making the reference back to, you know, how they had previously met. And then some random guy, I, which is the best random line that I do not remember until now mm -hmm. goes, Oh, poltergeist, man, I love that movie. And, and it just made me laugh. Um, it made me realize, and this is why I loved it. Me realize they really are in a world where most people don't know anything about this stuff being real. And, and they aren't, don't have a ton of people in that world to share it with yet because they're not connected to other hunters, et cetera. So I, I thought it was worth mentioning um, just a, a great quote. But yeah, I love that. And the other part of Chris, if I, if I may, is that people are in this universe, they're aware that ghosts, ooh, you mean from the movies? You know, they're not like the supernatural universe isn't pretending that um, ghost movies don't exist or that Scooby Doo is a, a separate thing. You know, it's, it's very much everyone would think they're crazy. And, and later on in the episode, uh, Sam questions one of the survivors and says, you know, the, this person, did it look shadowy and the guy looks at him crazy like no man it was a passenger what are you talking about you right. know, I, I love that stuff they they're they're constantly looked at like they're insane 
Well, they're they're, and they do eventually get the thing about this is they eventually realize the only way that they're going to stop this. And this is the core of the episode Mm -hmm. is they have to get on this plane. They can't stall the plane. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it it reminds me and I don't want to get ahead of it, but it it, it brings me to a moment that actually happens in the next episode, uh, which is titled Bloody Mary. Um, That gives me a similar vibe where they ultimately have to take an action that is very dangerous and risky to themselves, putting their lives on the line. Um, And I will note as they go on this plane um, and they're preparing for it, one of the things they mentioned prior to is this is is, reminds them of something like Flight 401. Can you tell everybody a little bit about what Flight 401 was? Because I think the reference is important. It's a throwaway line hypothetically. But it's yeah. really not a throwaway because it is a very um, it, it's a very poignant reference when you yeah. actually realize what Flight 401 is. Yeah. Well, so the the episode number itself, this was a good find, Chris, is uh, season one, episode four. So backwards, that's 401, right? It's an interesting, uh, interesting little tidbit there. But yeah, Flight 401, I'm not an expert on it, but um, crashed in 1971. You know, it's similar to the James Dean little bastard story, if you're uh, yeah. familiar with that, the car. So when James Dean, you had a famous race car, a lot of his friends said, hey, don't get in that car. Bad, you know, juju going on. He, of course dies in the car the car goes for sale the parts get you know uh, transplanted to other cars and those cars end up in crashes and people get killed and injured so it's a, it's a similar story plane crashed uh, some of the parts go into another plane um that plane ultimately you know has its demise and yeah some some haunting ghost stories about old uh captains uh or pilots i should say being on the plane who should have been dead already. I mean, you know, passengers that aren't accounted for, but um, ghost pilots uh, on future flights that are related to 401. So it's definitely a throwaway, but there are a lot of those moments in Supernatural where they're so connected to the lore. Um, Man, the the producers just must be, you know, back then, they must have been at the library every week researching this stuff. They were basically Sam. They were basically Sam Winchester researching. Yes, uh, but I think it's important <laughs> we focus on that main plot, which is the plane. They 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 have to get on the plane. That's the mm-hmm. bottom line. They have to get on the plane in this episode, and we see how nervous Dean is. I mean, yeah, he's really ridiculously nervous, and they're looking around, and you've got Dean. There's no way this would fly. He's going around with like the MT. He's trying to like get get a sense of like, okay, is there is there a ghost on this? this plane um or not a ghost they don't know if it, they don't honestly know they're, they're trying to find what the hell it is yeah um trying to get emf readings they're trying to do all this and he's walking around like and no he doesn't even get this he doesn't even get that weird looks which yeah you couldn't walk around like that now for one um but it, it's a funny scene to watch him walking around and really feel kind of helpless i think you see dean truly helpless probably for the first time on this show uh to this point where he's just like, I don't know, man. I I, I have no idea um, what's happening. I don't know if yeah. we're going to be able to figure this out. I love that part. And there's a moment where he looks at Sam and he says, man, this is above our pay grade. I wish dad was here. And that's the first time that Dean has like admitted any kind of shortcoming, which um, which I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, this is something that they don't really know if they can pull it off. They know before they get on this plane, they know it's going to crash, right? So it takes a lot of courage, a lot of uh, confidence to get on this plane because if they don't get the job done, they know they're both dead. Yeah. So um, the risks are just through the roof. I mean, 
yeah, they, they, they had a lot of weight on their shoulders here. There's a mistake in this episode that we got to point out. They say there's a very important line, and it's an important line, because um, they don't actually use the reference to Christo um, until like season 14, I found out. But Sam says, you know, use the word, maybe use the word Christo. It's the, it's the, the Latin word for God, and that the, the demon will shudder at that. Um, right. And it's actually not the word. It's actually deuce is the, is the Latin word for God, um, which I... Christo is Christ. So mm, okay. I, I, I suppose the same thing would work. Christ is, you know, in, in religion, you know, Christ would be God anyway. So, you know, it, right. to, to some faith. So I guess it's the same business here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, but he's walking around trying to like get this reaction. He does not get the reaction from the stewardess who he, who, who, had, who he really thinks he's going to. Yeah. Um, and that's when you realize, Oh crap. Like I, cause they thought they had it figured out. Um, so that I, again, there's a ton of fear in this episode. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And then, uncertainty, I would say even more so fear out of uncertainty. And up to this point, Dean and Sam have had a pretty good idea of how to beat the monster this time. They do not. Uh, and they're up against the wall. So this is an early episode in which we see the boys have to overcome something, you know, not just overcome a monster that wants to kill them, but overcome their own self doubt, which uh, is a really a, a, you know, a growing moment for both of them, I would say. Yeah. And you know, they do you have a moment of fear because both planes essentially crashed in 40 minutes in any plane. Did. So they, what they Dean explains that the number 40 means death. Yeah. Um, which, AKA rain for 40 days. Noah's are, they've got all these like great, incredible references. Yeah. And so they know they've got 40 minutes hypothetically. Mm -hmm. And if you think about a plane going off, by the way, you can't stand up when the plane initially takes off. <laughs> right. So in reality, in the 20 minutes, we see them. that is them in the 20 minutes trying to figure out what the hell do we have to do? Uh, they obviously then get to this point where like, you've got, them yelling the yelling essentially to get the, the planes going down. It's mm -hmm. what is the planes going down and you've got, you know, Sam trying to get the demon. I mean, like the same chaos um, and just a, a, a wonderful scene in the end. Obviously everyone survives that thankfully, but just like when you describe chaos, I don't think we've seen a scene that chaotic in the episode, in in any episodes to this point, we've seen scary moments, certainly, but this is chaotic because it's a plane going down. Meanwhile, Sam's just tried to recite words in Latin to get a demon out of someone. Like, I mean, performing under pressure. I mean, there you go. There's there's where Sam and Dean really, I mean, step up. And again, they they go to the pay grade that Dean's talking about earlier. They they were able to handle it. They got it done. Yeah, not without humming Metallica, though. He needed to no. hum Metallica <laughs> to calm himself down. So if anyone oh, out I there do. is listening and you have a flight coming up, give that one a try. I love that little tip from Dean Yes, he, he and he's humming some kind of monster by Metallica, by the way, which is... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which is crazy kind of thing to think about humming right before, yeah. um, you know, that type of scenario. Um but yeah, I, I will just say, I mean, this episode, obviously all's well that ends well, but there's an important thing that we have to hit on in this episode. Uh, it ends well, but now they start questioning something because you talked about it earlier. Their dad, where is he? Right. Request. We start to ask that question. Where is he? You know, where the hell's dad? Yeah. But dad gave his num gave their number to someone else and he saw them within the past six months. So you now mm -hmm. get this sense of time going on 
And they're like, wait a minute. If he's talking to him, he's not answering my phone calls. He's so, out there. Yeah. There's activity. Why the hell isn't he calling us? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's a fr- that's a frightening, frustrating moment mm-hmm. for both of them. Uh, well, and let we want to have some fun with this too. I will, we'll found this as well online that for a brief period after this episode end, if you actually called Dean's number, you would get a brief message that says, This is Dean Winchester. This is an emergency. Please leave a message. If you're calling about 11 2 2 83, page me if your coordinates. And that was the date of Mary Winchester's death. So, that. really just fun things that they did again in those moments that we can't experience now as a rewatch, but I think it's just really cool. Uh, you mentioned it, by the way, that quote, um, that is your quote, I believe for this episode too. Yeah. I, I had a couple of favorite quotes. The one I mentioned already, the Metallica on the plane to calm him down. But the other one is um, when uh, Sam returns with the coffee in the opening and uh, you know, he's talking to to Sam, you know, what are you afraid of? You know, just kind of let it go. And, and Sam looks at Dean and goes, you're never afraid. And Dean goes, no, I'm not afraid. And Sam pulls out this huge knife from under his pillow Um classic dean you know hiding his uh his fear with uh, a weapon yeah i really love that bit you know that as we talk about the next episode uh bloody mary i found chris there's not a lot of humor in that one and so far these these four episodes there have been little quips like that that kind of make you smile to break up the the horror and the chaotic elements um but this next episode we're about to talk about uh bloody mary episode five it is not a joke it's very very dark very bleak so um yeah yeah and and as we get into the next episode i before we get into the next uh episode which you'll be able to catch we're going to be i should say we're going to be aiming for every friday so uh when you're listening to this um know that from this point going forward that is our goal um every friday so every friday the new episodes fear listening to this hope depending on when um the show i arguably (laughs) have to go on for a while because there's a lot of seasons so uh we've got a long way to go uh and um tune in on friday see the latest episodes uh uh, if you see that the last episode was uh just dropped well you gotta wait a week but um we're gonna try and be consistent with that uh we'll probably take a break i'm guessing between some like season finales and things like that but Mm -hmm. um We'll break it up in seasons just like like this is uh, a show of 15 seasons, um, though, arguably for I mean, you, they split that last. That's it's split. I I'm still torn. Um, I still you know, I will tell you, I did go back. I wanted to let you know before we end this, I did go back and do my homework and watch the finale and then watch the pilot. And you were right. It's a good experience. Um, yeah yeah if 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 you haven't done that yet go and watch the first episode uh season one and go and watch the finale um it's the parallels are are uh it's more of a homage i would say it's not trying to connect any dots but there are certain details that you can pick up on it's a lot of fun so yeah thanks for listening uh chris we're gonna close this one um but uh yeah, this was a fun episode this was uh i really like this one it's very grounded as someone who hates flying uh it really got my, my blood uh, pumping. So um, to anyone out there that also doesn't like flying, um, you know, grab a pillow, try to, Dude, try to relax. If, for if it makes you, if it makes you feel better, eventually there's the clown episode and that's the episode that I <laughs> can't watch. But in the meantime, I will just tell you uh, we are going to keep working for you going through these episodes. And Dan, I think that means one thing. 
We've got work to do, folks. Yeah.